Hey guys, it's Alex, and today I want to talk to you about narcissists. Now, first a disclaimer. In order to have a person diagnosed as a narcissist, they have to actually be willing to go into therapy and let a doctor diagnose them. And a doctor is going to use something like this, which is the DSM, um, which is basically just a book that uh, helps doctors um, classify what personality disorders a person is presenting. And in order to determine that, they basically have a checklist filled with a bunch of vocabulary that's going to let them know, okay, if this person has five or more of these indicators, more than likely they have an actual narcissistic personality disorder or whatever the case may be, another disorder. But for our purposes today, my goal is to give you criteria to look at, to determine just between you and I, if you are most likely dealing with the narcissist because unfortunately, narcissists are very unlikely to be willing to go to therapy at all because their perception of how they are is dramatically different of the perception you have of them because more than likely, if you're involved at all with a narcissist, you are a victim to that narcissist because they victimize people, particularly people who are in close proximity to them and the people that they need in their life to give them the constant attention that they need. So I'm going to go through some criteria here. There's 14 criteria that I have written out here, as you can see. And I'm just going to briefly go over it so you can be thinking in your mind, okay, I've been having issues with this person and it feels like it's a little bit more than them being just difficult. Does this person have a problem? Because what can happen when you're dealing with a narcissist is when you start bringing up things that are making you unhappy, be it in a work relationship or a personal relationship, they're going to make it seem like you're the one with the problem. So if you're here today trying to determine, am I the one that's crazy? Is this a crazy person? Is this a narcissist? Is this normal? Hopefully when I present to you these 14 different criterias, you can have a better sense that you actually are or are not dealing with the narcissist because let's do another quick disclaimer. Almost everyone can present different things that would indicate narcissism. If you look both ways before crossing the street and therefore putting yourself first, technically that could be considered a narcissistic tendency, but we all know there's a difference between self-preservation and acting like an egomaniac that has no empathy for anyone other than themselves. And when they do present empathy, it just doesn't seem genuine or they're doing it because they feel that by doing so, they can ultimately get more attention from you. So let's start at number one. They make everything about them. It is as if that they are just totally self-important. Everything is not always about us. And people without narcissistic personality disorder know that. But it can be any topic that you could be discussing with this person and they will always flip that conversation back around to them and how it impacts them. 
These are people in your life that when you express how you feel, they become angry. Well, wait a minute. I'm expressing how I feel. Why would that make you angry? Well, there's some self-importance there. So that's number one. And it's a little ironic and sad deep down because this self-important exterior is a projection of a wall that they like to put up because deep down, they typically do have very low self-esteem. And that begins way before you ever came into the picture because often that happens in childhood. Number two, they tend to talk about chasing limitless success and they have these ideals of one day I will accomplish this and my future will look like this and this person I'm with is going to be like this and if you're not like that, then you're not good enough. Well, this is a red flag because anyone that is referring to a future state or an ideal state all the time is not living in the reality that most of the rest of us are living in. And if you have a person that's always talking about the future and never the present, that's also a warning sign. Healthy people with he healthy mental states, yes, we think about the future, but we also take care of things in the present. So look out for that. Idealistic views and just ideas of grandeur and things that are outside of the norm. Number three, they feel they are special and they only want to be associated with special people. See, they have this external opinion of themselves that is elite. And by being with you or working with you, what they want to project when things are going well is that you are also elite. So what that can do is it can boost your self-esteem and make you feel good because if you admire this person at one point and they are telling you that they've had all this success and you're not aware yet that these are just ideas of grandeur and potentially not accomplishments they've ever made, then you could start feeling a different way about yourself based on their opinion and that can become a slippery slope because the moment you disappoint these people, they will chop you down. Any shortcomings they see in themselves they have a high likelihood to project onto you. Number four, narcissists need excessive attention. Again, because their self-esteem deep down, whether it's in the recesses of their subconscious brain or they actually are aware that they don't really have a lot of self-confidence, they are going to need a lot of attention to reinforce this idea that they are good enough because it's not within themselves, they have to look at everybody else to give it to them. Number five, they have a sense of entitlement and they are have an unreasonable expectation of special, special treatment and or have extreme loyalty that they require from you. If you are a reasonable person, then you will reasonably expect that no one is perfect and that no one can give someone attention 24 hours a day. No one is entitled to that. They will make it seem like their responsibilities and the things they have going on are far more important than anything else in the world. Whereas in the real world with people that don't have narcissistic personality disorder, we realize that your neighbor may not be able to help you with something today because they have their own family. They have their own things to do. Narcissists can't think from that perspective. They are truly baffled when you decline helping them with something. And that could be enough for them to trigger 
treating you very poorly as though to manipulate you into helping them because it's easier than dealing with their bad attitude. Number six, they use others for what they need. And if someone doesn't fulfill those needs for any reason, including if you get sick, they will terrorize you or verbally abuse you. This is another red flag, of course. Um, if someone doesn't fulfill your needs as a normal, rational person, Typically, you are not going to lash out at them and become angry at them. Now, if they're constantly letting you down and not doing anything to show that they have any kind of mutual respect for you, that's one thing. But these are people that if you take any attention off of them, even if you get a cold, they can start displaying feelings of anger because what's happening is the moment that attention is gone, that self-doubt that they constantly live with, whether you can recognize it or not, but something is causing them to have this need for attention all the time. And that is most likely, they doubt themselves all the time. And when you doubt yourself all the time, you're constantly grasping at straws and looking for someone to give you attention. Narcissists do that. Number seven, they have a lack of empathy and they don't seem to care about your feelings or anyone's feelings other than their own. Now, there is a slight caveat to that. Though they mostly only feel bad for themselves, they can mimic empathy when it serves their purpose. So they may show that they care for you if you're the one doing absolutely every single thing for them. But don't take too long getting back on track and giving them that attention or that empathy is out the window. So. It's very picky and choosy, and you can tell when someone has genuine empathy in their heart or if they're just saying something to get you to do something else. Don't let your emotions cloud the reality of how these people treat you. If they, for the most part, do not show you empathy, there's your warning sign. Warning sign number seven, in fact. Number eight, they envy the people who threaten to take their attention away from you. And yes, that can include you. If you get a promotion and you're in a relationship with a narcissist, do not expect praise unless it serves them. If you find that you'd like to be in relationships where you're with an equal partner, you're not gonna be pleased with a narcissistic person to be in a relationship with. Because if you take the attention off of them, that self-doubt comes right back in and anything that allows them to begin to have a moment alone where attention isn't coming at their face, that self-doubt will creep in and that will cause a problem for you. Number nine, they're arrogant. They speak as though their responsibilities are the only ones that matter. If you talk about your responsibilities and what you need to do for the week even, for example, and they don't have time for it, and they flip it around to something about them, and they do this habitually, meaning they do it constantly, weekly, more than likely you are dealing with a narcissist. Number 10, they're not able to handle criticism at all. And a couple of things can happen when they do receive criticism. First of all, they consider everything criticism. For most of us, feedback, is a gift and we use feedback to grow as people that creates wisdom that creates healthy people that strive 
to better themselves as we learn and grow through life. They can't deal. Every single suggestion you give them outside of something that they directly ask for, and even then they could flip out, is criticism. And what will happen in that instance often is you will get anger. Because what narcissists do is they express themselves through anger always more than hurt. Hurt is a vulnerable thing to express. A narcissist can't handle being vulnerable. They're not emotionally mature people. Something happened in their development that stunted their maturity. These are babies, for lack of a better, better word, in adult bodies. Inability to rationalize anything that has that feels like they are not perfect coming from someone else's mouth. So if when they should be feeling hurt, they're instead attacking and getting angry, that is a technique that a narcissist does. That is a technique that people that are insecure do. But when it always happens, this is when it starts classifying someone as a narcissist. When any of these criteria that I'm giving you happens habitually, meaning repetitively, meaning every single time that something comes up, they act this way, that's when a doctor would be sitting down with this person if they ever agreed to therapy and say, because you're displaying this all the time. Yeah, probably a narcissist, among maybe other things, which we'll get into in subsequent videos. So, number 10, they are not able to handle criticism. Well, we did that. Sorry. 11, tend to care about their appearance and can't handle the thought of looking either not put together or unattractive. Understand this, guys. These people are deflecting their own insecurities all the time. They are projecting the opposite of how they actually feel. If they always look put together on the outside, and I mean to the point where they will not go get the mail without doing the most, that's a red flag. You, When you are a mature adult, you should have a certain sense of self-esteem to where you don't need to wear a costume every time you do anything in front of other people, people you don't even know. So if someone is constantly talking about their appearance and the appearance of other others and getting real judgmental about that, it's because that's their thing. That is their mask. That is their way of hiding the true insecurity that lies underneath. Number 12. They have a weak ability to control their emotions and typically overreact. This goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about when we feel hurt as healthy adults, we should be able to express that and be willing to be vulnerable because vulnerability is the only way to grow. Narcissists have no interest in growing. They think they're at their peak. They think they are at the ultimate and they're displaying the ultimate of what they want to look like and and for you and other people to assume they are. So vulnerability is not gonna be something that they display often, if ever. Anger is because it's a wonderful cover up for them. It empowers them, whereas vulnerability can make them feel weak, whereas vulnerability for the rest of us should signal growth and acceptance of ourselves as 
flawed and growing. And there's nothing wrong with that to a normal, rational person. It's a really big deal for a narcissist. They can't do it. 13, they have no remorse for hurting people and rarely apologize unless that apology serves them. I think this is kind of twofold because they have a problem apologizing because number one, they don't actually feel sorry. It goes back to this, if someone is clinically diagnosed with narcissism, that the therapist will let, ask any therapist, they will let you know that a clinical specific type of narcissist, a malignant narcissist, doesn't have the capacity for empathy because they can't see outside of their own self. It is me, me, me. I've got this warped idea of me and how I need to present myself. And so it's just not a real great environment. And I mean, inside their skull to be able to apologize. And again, if they are apologizing, it's because they need to use that for a manipula manipulation tactic of some sort. 14, this is a biggie. And this really, I think, summarizes all of it. They project their bad behaviors onto others. They might say something to you like, you never listen to me. You don't care about doing things for me. When the reality is, they never listen to you. They don't want to do anything for you. There's this living in opposite land that they seem to constantly be in. Their perception of reality is so skewed that they manifest their own problems and project them onto you to try and make you feel like you're the one who is ridiculous and living in the wrong and just treating them poorly when the reality is they're the one that's projecting bad behavior all the time. They're the ones who are abusing you, who are using you. And if you are identifying with at least five of these criteria, in my personal opinion, and all of this is my personal opinion, having dealt with narcissists multiple times throughout my life, having been in relationships with narcissists, and in my background in school with philosophy and then my professional career in human behavior and psychology, in my opinion, I'm telling you, if at least five of these ring true, it's time to make the decision to start distancing yourself from this person. This will bring us to the next video, which is all about that. What do you do with a narcissist? How do you get away from them? When should you get away from them? And then I'm going to go into why. And after that, then we're going to have to start talking about how you heal from a narcissist because it is very traumatic to deal with these people because they are so convinced of their self-importance because they've tried to bury their low self-esteem so deep that the way they treat you is going to feel like they are so convinced that you're wrong and they're right all the time about everything that you as a normal kind rational person can fall victim to these people because you don't want to hurt someone else and if they are saying that you're the one that's doing all these things when it's really them you can start taking that to heart and that can develop some really negative thought patterns of your own we've got to get rid of those because it's not real so we got to bring you back to reality and that change can be painful so
back on topic here. I hope that you found this information helpful. If you do feel like um, you are around one of these people, be it at work or unfortunately in a relationship with a person like this, please um, do not feel like there's nothing you can do. You absolutely can do something about it and we'll be posting another video soon about exactly what to do with it. The first thing to do is to accept that this is what's going on because once you accept it, then we'll be able to move forward with getting you away from that person. Anyway, guys, until next time, I hope you have healthy and happy conversations, and I will see you later.